0: He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love World Show, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo.
1: beautiful sketch that was put up this morning. Let's clap our hands for the drama team. And what a testimony! Celebrate Jesus for that testimony. And as you clap your hands, your testimony is on its way God will watch over your
2: life.
1: Thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right side, but it shall not come nigh thy dwelling place. Clap your hands. This morning, before we learn our memory verse the Lord is impressing on my heart to tell you everyone listening to me obviously when we speak from the pulpit even though we speak to everybody it is not everyone who receives it so for the few who will receive this the Lord says I should tell you that you must not give up in your walk with him and there it says there are A lot of blessings that will come into your life as you walk on the road with him, but it will not come in six months' time or two weeks' time or a year's time. But those who are patient enough to walk with him for years will see his glory at the end. And I want to... Now, I am the one speaking. What I just said was God speaking. Now, I am the one speaking. I want to say that... All the young people... You are 40 years, 35, 20. I want you to make walking with God the most beautiful and important part of your life. There should be nothing in your life that should eclipse your relationship with God. Nothing should cover, nothing should be nicer You get me? If you are a driver or a plumber or an engineer or a rich man or a rich woman, you own the. There should be nothing in your life that is nicer than your relationship with God and all that go with it. Amen. And when that happens, you will see the glory of God. So I I pray that anybody who is about to give up, or to get weak, that the strength of God will come mightily into your life right now so that you can continue and see his glory. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8 is our memory verse for today. And I want us to read it together one go. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. But God commended his love towards us. In that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. This is the simplest. Is it not the simplest? Let's take it again. One goal. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. But God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5. So this is a very special verse I dedicate to all mothers on Mother's Day. Because this is motherhood. You know, God has a male side and a female side. So even there are some circles, some theological circles, when they pray, they don't say our Father. They say Father, Mother, God. Father, Mother, God. (laughs) But God has a mother. side. Everybody, there's a male side of you, there's a female side of you. And uh, this is how a mother is. The love of a mother is say that, while the children are misbehaving, they still commend their love towards them. As they make the stew and they wake up at 2 a.m. to eat the stew, when she wakes up, she still makes some palm soup, palm nut soup, and blesses the children. Because some of you, if your mother was to follow you, she would have cursed you by now. I mean, you are a very bad boy. You are like quick one dancing your mother still follows. Some of you, your mother has followed you to the police station before. Yeah. She has followed you with your nonsense. So let's clap our hands for mothers on Mother's Day and celebrate them. Yeah. But I always tell you that for me, my special mothers are not women who give birth to human beings, three or four. We respect them. My mother gave birth to me. She's very special to me. But there is a type of woman I rate far higher than a woman who gets pregnant and gives birth. And that is a woman who has her children but also cares for other children. spiritually. Prays for them, visits them, encourages them. So our satellite church ministers, our shepherds, our zonal leaders, clap your hands, they are the mothers we celebrate, I think I celebrate here. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I tell you, that is more precious in the sight of God than getting impregnated and uh, given the, I, I, I love those ones who are not even married, who are shepherds, zonal leaders. They come to church with 20 people. And then you, you are wearing a wedding ring. You've come to church with only one son, with a big head, abscess. <laughs> the head will not become small, it will be big. Until you begin to love other children, other people, pray for them, bring them to church, love them, then the head becomes small. Are we blessed to be in church? Ask, ask your neighbor, is that, are you the reason why the pastor is angry this morning? Well, happy Mother's Day to you all. And uh, for me, honestly... The, the sketch is the message. Yeah, if there is time and I read a verse, that's the. But I, I'm I'm not in a hurry to conjure uh, anything. But it's a blessing for us to have such what Abigail, uh, Martha, David, Esther, Andrew, yes, Andrew, a man but he's a mother. Today people who have wished me Happy Mother's Day. Today, because, you see, as I stand here, you may feel my chest is flat, but in the spirit, my breast is like watermelon. Receive motherhood in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, I, I, I feel that like today, as I always stand to preach, you should also stand to listen to the word. Isn't it nice? Isn't that a good idea? Okay, please be seated. But is it fair? We all pay tithes. So why should I stand when you are sitting? Is it nice? Okay, you can sit down. I want you to tell you that I'm a nice pastor. Outside, are you there? God bless you. But um, this book. And if you don't have a copy, it's very important that you have a copy. Everybody must have it because a book can change your life. And this book, there's a spirit in it. When it enters your life, you'll be a different person. You'll be a different person. Today, I've got some seven minutes to teach. So I'm preaching from chapter 10.
2: Chapter 10
1: how to find your life's work
2: how to find it and I'm happy this
1: chapter is one of my best chapters because it teaches us a very important lesson that you cannot learn from any library or any university
2: you see
1: your life's work is not carpentry
2: if you've
1: not found something better that's when you would think
2: Carpentry is your life's work. So a driver cannot
1: be your life's
2: work. but
1: if you have not found something better than driving, that is when you will think that driving is your life's
2: work. So when being a doctor cannot be your life, la- like, like, like you live
1: your life as a Christian. If you're an unbeliever, this, this message doesn't concern you. As a Christian who goes to church, who has been washed by the blood of Jesus, and you are saying that your best life is to be a doctor.
2: So we are Christian, a Christian. No, there is no secular
1: profession that can qualify to be a Christian's best job, life's work,
2: that's not. So as I share this for a few minutes, I
1: need you to get it right that if you are listening to me and you are an engineer, my mind is not on your engineering, that it is my hope and prayer that as a Christian, you will find something to do in the house of God, which eventually will take over your life
2: as your life's work. May say, Semi When I found the work of God in the church,
1: practicing medicine became a less exciting in fact on Monday I found going to work a drudgery, a pain. Because I had found something better
2: very very difficult painful. But I can I can understand you. See, you've not found something better.
1: Jesus told the parable. He said the kingdom of God is like a plot of land.
2: Jesus a Which
1: a man found.
2: And dug that plot. And he found a treasure. In that seventy by hundred. discovered something precious. Say, eh? No, Is that what is inside here? He
1: covered it small.
2: And he
1: went home.
2: And and
1: went and sold everything.
2: And
1: came.
2: And i And used that money.
1: To purchase that land.
2: And the
1: before he found that land, a CD player was
2: important. His house was important. But
1: he found something that was more expensive and more precious, more valuable, more lasting than a CD player or a second-hand car or a chamber and
2: hall. Many of us are
1: embracing things Are not the most valuable, and and, and I don't blame you because you have not chanced
2: upon something nicer. I'm not saying that stop your carpentry work, no, that's what
1: I'm saying. I'm saying that even as a carpenter, find something to do in the church, it will give more meaning to your life than the carpentry. I was a medical doctor for fourteen years and a pastor for fourteen years. I qualify to say
2: what I'm saying to you. me
1: Ministry, which is your life's work, is a gift from God. Many people will be surprised to find out that work is actually a gift from God.
2: Without
1: the gift of work, many will be listless.
2: Yes. yes that's the word. What, what's
1: it? <laughs> You'll be agitated. I know lawyers who are
2: listless. A
1: lot of our politicians are lawyers. Politicians, they are lawyers. And most of them, a lot of the politicians you see there, should have become pastors. But they didn't get the chance to hear what you are hearing at this time. Because politics. It's Like ministry, yes. You also wave handkerchief. Let's we also wave handkerchief. We wave and we now I'm doing campaign Saturday, 14th of May. I'm going to do a campaign at Aviation Park. It's, 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 it's a campaign. My posters are in town, just like oh, do, 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 because this is posters, yes. So, most of them are pastors, but they. They couldn't channel the pastoral calling. If you want to speak, that's that a pastor
2: speaking. Listen carefully. If you don't
1: do the work of God, you will be pensang pensang. That's why I love that hymn We say, will your anchor hold? You see, we have an anchor. The anchor that keeps us is the work of God, the grace to serve God, to be in church. It anchors us.
2: Hey! People like us. Oh. It is
1: the work God has given us to do. In the church that energizes
2: us, and
1: I pray that today you will find your life's
2: work. Yes. The
1: revelation of how futile secular work is
2: is what spares many into full time ministry it's a revelation like, today as I sat in church I had a revelation
1: about somebody I've never, I've not even thought about it, it just it's, it's, it's like a light when it is turned on no. It's more than money It it, it is sweet The Bible says light is sweet Behold light is sweet Those who are Lawyers, carpenters, drivers Secretaries, bankers Policemen I mean there's a policeman uh, uh, An inspector at Is it Madina uh, Madina uh, uh, police station There, An inspector there He's a shepherd here on Monday, when I, was, when I called for my shepherds to, to meet, he came in his police uniform. Policeman, an inspector. He's a shepherd in bread, bread of life. He has sheep. Yes, Madina, somewhere there. A major inspector. Those people who are doctors and lawyers and bankers and students who serve God have caught a revelation that secular work cannot give the fulfillment. That his his heart depends on. So they find the real work of their life. And add it. Some even replace
2: it. Seven things you must know about work. Seven things you must know
1: about the work of God. Pastor Michael, are are you here? You are listening. I'm teaching you seven things you must know about the work you are doing. It's important. It is important knowledge to have as a pastor, as a member. Number one, the first thing you must know is that work is better than rest. because, Because
2: God worked six days and rested one day. God work six days. That's the first thing you must know. That work is
1: better than rest. Working for God in the church is better than sitting down and always writing notes and admiring a message which has been preached
2: my darling girl she's she's an ordinary member
1: I don't even know if you have got money I'm sure she's broke an ordinary just like you at the back just like you but she came to church just like you and found a camera to use to take pictures. What she is doing is better than you who come to church, just sit down, write notes, and you go back home with your son upstairs who has a big head.
2: It is better. And anything you do, video, sweeping, ushering,
1: counting money. I mean, why do you think I love this lady very much? She's special to me. I'm special.
2: Years ago, she was even a struggling
1: shepherd. Many times she would come to me, sometimes in tears. That it's not working. It's not as you, as me, you will do it, la You will. I said you will do it. She did it. Continued shepherd starting Brussels, starting this today, she's a zonal leader of an area
2: where some of you are here she's your mommy, is she not your mommy? It's hello,
1: it is better to work for God than to rest in a plastic
2: chair. And wa home Number two, understand
1: that too much rest is a negative thing. Proverbs chapter six and verse ten.
2: Too much rest. It's a negative thing. It's not helpful. Even a little sleep. A little slumber.
1: A little, a little, a little. Verse 11. So shall thy poverty come. Yes, as one that. Tra- That's why some of you are poor. Do you know why you are poor? Instead of going to school to learn, you went to school to chase girls. Resting and
2: not learning. Run away, go and watch films, and come back. You join four boys and you go, you, you
1: go and you go and do gala on a girl. One one girl, four boys, gala.
2: You join them today. Look at you. Can't you see your classmate? Your classmate is a lawyer in town, and you—you've got
1: somebody second-hand car as a driver.
2: Look at you. Now, would you be second-hand? Resting, not working, is not good, even circularly.
1: Secularly, there's a UN document. You, uh, Bishop, quotes it in "Hit That Hard." The factors that make that that lead to intractable poverty, especially in Africa. One of them is laziness. It's a UN document. Laziness. Africans are lazy. And we have brought it to church in our spiritual life also. And we are lazy
2: spiritually. It's not good. It's not good. It's not
1: good. You are not better than this brother who is standing here doing the video. Neither are you better than the one who is preaching to you. My 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 my, my my sister at the back You are not special You are not nicer You are not more important Than this woman Who works in town Who does whatever it is in town But she's also a shepherd in the church With seven members And is interpreting for me You could have been doing what she's doing But you, 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 have, you have chosen the path In the church You are resting But when you go out You work very hard What you don't know is that Spiritual matters Are more impacting On your destiny Than the physical things you, That's what you don't know
2: but you know it very soon. sing sing not much to say today.
1: I'm informing. And you see, I don't know if there's somebody listening to this message, maybe on radio, or podcast, or whatever. I want to inform you: if you go to a church, if you are listening to me, and you go to a church, and in that church they don't give you an opportunity to
2: work for God in that church, it is a useless church. Come out of it. So see so me if you me too for no, no, papa I don't care if your
1: pastor is a bishop or, or he's popular in town or his posters are everywhere, or your church has thousand branches. A church which does not give a Christian a privilege. You see, what I'm doing, I'm giving you the offer. If you don't do it, that one is fine. But you cannot say that you never heard it. You can't say again that you were not told and
2: given the chance to do something for God. You can't say it anymore. Sweetheart,
1: sweetheart, my darling. Honey bunch, sweetie, can you hear me? You can hear me? I've told you, in the world, those who rest a lot, they don't prosper. Those who don't learn in school, they become apprentices. I'm telling you, it's a fact. I'm not massaging it. Those who don't take life seriously and work very hard, they don't prosper. It, not working, laziness is one of the causes of poverty that you can't stop. It, it comes. This was what we call intractable poverty. It comes like an armed man, like an armed robber. It, it takes over your life. When it says lie down, you must lie down. When it says move, you must move. Say put your hand on your head. You put your hand. No matter how big your stomach is. Say you put your hand on your head. Put your hand on your head, you are moving. Because there's a gun behind you. It's an armed robber. Yeah. Not working. That's not your life. It guides you, it pushes you, it determines your outcome. You see, it takes over your will and leads you. I'm not being led by poverty. No, 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 no. No. Because I have worked hard and I'm still working hard. That's why, even in the ministry, if you read your Bible, Jesus Christ never called anybody who wasn't working. All the people who worked who worked with him. We're busy already and he called them because if you are lazy in the world, you will be lazy in the
2: church. You are a nurse, you are an engineer, you are
1: a secretary, you are a student. Today, the message is that just as in the world, not working leads to problems. In the church, also, not working for God, not working, not doing something. I think I remember a testimony. Let me just share with you as I end. There's a brother amongst us. He traveled for many years and he came back. When he came, he invited me to dedicate his house he has built. So I went there. It's in his house that I heard the story I'm about to tell you. When he was in this church, he wasn't a serious, just like him. Not serious. Just attending church. Not concerned. Whether to be in the choir. No, no, no. You just go to church. Sunday church. That's all. So he went to this country to go and work. Big top job. While he was there. You understand me? Don't, don't bother You understand me. While he was in that country. See, so he has. A, he has a, a, I think I've told this story here before. He likes live music. Live band. So in the evenings, after working top, top job in the country, he would go to the beachfront and sit there and listen to live music. One day, well, along the line, somehow, God warmed his heart and touched his heart and he became a shepherd, a marriage counselor in in the branch of Lighthouse in that country. So he was now suddenly somebody who was working counseling people, going to marry, two, 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 talking to them, counseling them. So one day he went to that place and when he f- they finished, wasn't drinking, wasn't with a girl, just sitting there enjoying music. But as he was going, he saw somebody at the gate who looked like a church member and he said to himself, mm, if this person sees me here, a place of I mean, secular live music, I don't think it's a good idea that why I am you see, what I do in church will not allow me to be in a place like this. So when he got near the gate, he realized that, ah, but the person is not even a church member. But already something had happened to his heart. So, that was the last day. He never went to that place again. Shortly, about a week or so after. And he says his dreams are vivid. He had a dream. And in the dream, he was sitting It's not the reason why I'm sharing this testimony. He he was sitting at the same place, the same place, not like it. He was there, listening to music, band was playing, sitting there. And then suddenly, there was some some commotion. And a fight broke out. And people began to kill each other. Somebody rushed towards him and stabbed him in the chest in the dream. And he died. When he woke up, he was startled. Then the Lord spoke to him that he has used the work in the church to save him from going to that place. Because that what he had dreamt about happened practically over there. Bishop Saki came here to preach. He told us a story when he was in secondary school. He traveled to go, he even ran away to go and preach in another under country, uh, under town, under school. When he left his school, they had a pro- procession. Some speech there, some important day, a procession. It's true, it's always true. But you are going to wait till the experience comes to your doorstep. Like maybe two legs. There was a procession. Students, St. Augustine's, in town, Cape Coast. I'm sure they went through I went as a uh, uh, through wherever Chapel Square went through town, uh, a boom came back, Cape Coast. Suddenly, a driver, for whatever reason, drove into them, students, and killed many instantly, including his best friend. But he wasn't there. So, when they came back to school, they collected all the dead bodies and they checked their role. They realized that E.A.T. Saki was not in their school. So they went back to the place where the accident was because they knew that if his friend is dead, then there's no way he'll be alive. It's, they are sure he's in the bush somewhere. They went and looked through the bush. He wasn't there. Till he returned from the preaching appointment, live and on, on, on cats unaffected and unharmed. And he realized that serving God, going to preach in that school, was not just going to preach but he was saving his life practically from being murdered by a driver. My dear friends, if you are here in the church and you have made church attendance your only point of engagement to this church, you are hurting yourself. You are wounding yourself. Join a bar Go to the back. There are ladies there. Ask them, I live in, at uh, commandos. Where can I find a home cell? Where can I find a bus cell? Find something and do because I can promise you that the same way in the world not working is harmful in the house of God not working is also harmful rise to your feet you shall continue God bless you please close your eyes please close your eyes if you have any questions you can go to the back the information desk is there. Please close your eyes. You are here today, outside, upstairs, at the back. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you want to be born again. I want to pray for you. Every eye closed, every hand bowed. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, lift your hand. I want to pray
2: for you. Yes. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. I'm not a thief. I'm not I'm a, a,
1: a prostitute. I'm a normal person. But I need Jesus. so, Lift your hands. I want to pray for you
2: right you now. You
1: want to receive Jesus Christ. Lift
2: your hands. Don't look at your friend. Consider yourself. Give your life to Jesus.
1: If your hand is up. Come to me in
2: front here. Come. Come. Outside, come come Bra. quickly. Bra.
1: Clap your hands for them as they
2: come. Please
1: close your eyes, lift up your two hands,
2: and say, Heavenly
1: Father, I am sorry for my sin. Please have mercy on me. Please forgive me. Wash my sins. I've done many bad things. Today, I'm returning to you. Please cleanse me. I confess, Jesus as my Lord. Jesus is my master. Jesus is my savior. I will follow you. I will serve you. I will give my life to you.